happy holidays, and we got this. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And we're here to talk to you about setting time goals. <laughs> or not. Or not. But maybe. <laughs> With a lot of people planning their spring races, we thought we would jump into setting appropriate time goals and making sure that you can continue to enjoy the process while you're chasing that time goal. Yeah. We had a meeting this weekend about uh, the Jeff Galloway race series and possibly some changes for this year, but it's still going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. And what struck me was not what we were talking about with Jeff, but what uh, our friend Nate Mm -hmm. said. He said he didn't have as much fun the weekend, during the weekend last year, because he was chasing the sub two-hour goal. And I, like, thought about that, and I was like, I've never missed out on something because I was chasing a time goal. Granted, up until recently, I was very young running. I was under 40, <laughs> and I I would work at a swim meet the entire day on my feet the day before a marathon. I would, you know, walk Disney all day before, you know, a goal race. I would, you know, in at CIM, like we were out, out and me and Sarah and her husband, Mark, um, and Adam were out and about the whole time before our race. Like we spent time at the, at the expo. We weren't, yeah. I do. I mean, I definitely, for full marathons, I've definitely tried to like take it easier the day before. And then we've mm-hmm. have days where we didn't, like when we thought we we're going to from Mountains to Beach and then we totally did not but, take like, it easy. But like if there was something that we wanted but, to do that sounded fun, we wouldn't miss it. Um, I don't know. I still have. Cause so like yeah. even Philly, okay. I wasn't chasing a time goal, but I didn't go to my brother's fiance's like art show, jewelry show because, you know, but, it was like going to be a lot of time not, on my feet. But that's not race weekend activities. I'm talking about oh, you're talking race about, like, weekend the ones that are affiliated right? with the race. Yeah, yeah, like like the I, meet and greets with yeah, the or like and the expo. Like a, and right, I might I might turn my family down on a five mile walk the day before a marathon, um, but I might not turn down being at the expo for an extra three hours or hanging out with Jeff, like hanging out with Jeff in his own store. I, like, would not. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, mm, my time will suffer. It will be fine. And I think but, it was, like, there was, like, a Rise and Run podcast yeah. meet and greet or dinner or something that he skipped out on. Yeah. Like, it was things that were, and I get that. Like, if something that's late into the evening yeah, and you want to well, get to bed. I mean, I just or, skip those in life in general. And I general. mean, 6 p.m. late into the yeah, evening. Yeah, <laughs> no, I skip those in life in general. Like, I I like to go to bed at, like, 8. It's, it's just who I am. Well, and so that's, you know, I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. But I agree. Like, you you can still have time goals and still yeah. do all of the activities that are around the race that are that make it like what you came there that weekend for. So maybe this podcast episode is about picking your appropriate time goal and managing your own race anxiety around that time goal. Yes. Because if you've picked an appropriate time goal, what you do specifically like the day before isn't going to matter because here's the thing. There's no difference between a 159.58 and a 201.31. Right. Like, it's the same that's time. the same time. And I know that everybody's <laughs> like, but it's a two in the front. I want a one in the front. I get it. I get that that's a goal. But, like, 
it's the same. Yeah. He just is proud, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, and we had, for Jeff's race weekend, we also had we the time goal of a sub two. But the difference, I think, too, for us was it wasn't our first sub two. Right. So that does put a different spin on it. But it really was how we viewed it. It was our mindset about the sub two versus how, yeah, like for Nate, his mindset was wrapped around it. Like where, being like, if I don't get this, I'm I failed, or if I don't right. get this, all the work was for nothing. Right. When when you're chasing these goals, it's like, I didn't get it. All this work was to set me up for the next time. And I I think that I think that some of my like, probably some of your feeling around the half because we've never really made halves like oh, I'm going after this chase goal. Maybe that maybe that's also right. why because we. Um, both kind of just kind of have historically shown up at half marathons, done what we could do, and been pleasantly surprised. Right. And, if like. we, and when we PR'd, it wasn't because we were chasing a half for the season. Mm-hmm. It was just part of it was just part of training, or it yeah. was like that season. Maybe it was only a half for the race. Maybe we weren't racing a full, but or we showed we up. Didn't. We knew we had. Like yeah. I remember going. I had a half marathon PR of 150, but I had like the potential based on my marathon times and my shorter race times to be well under 150. So we went, we did a half for me one day, like, and you know, I was in per my usual fashion starting to get my kick towards the end. And I think I left you a minute behind and you were like, go, go, go get your, go get your PR. And I, I was able to run a 146, which seems like a huge drop. But when you run like a, you know, a 340, I think I had done a 345 marathon, 344 marathon at that time. Like there was no reason I shouldn't should be in yourself. a 140 position. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think it's because we've got enough history of halves yeah. and fulls that it like we're we don't put a lot of stigma on or a lot of like yeah weight so, on them so how so you have decided let's say you are a recreational runner you just run a little bit here and there and maybe you're fit in other ways and you've decided you're going to train for a half marathon this season you know spring half in april how do you pick your time goal well my first spot, my first place that I would go is the Jeff Galloway Magic Mile. And it's jeffgalloway.com on his page. I just always Google it to find it, Jeff Galloway Magic Mile. And it comes up, and there's a calculator in there that tells you what your magic mile is, and it will tell you what all your paces are. And it's very, very conservative versus some of the other calculators. And then the other one I look at is V.02, that calculator, and I have the app on my phone. Um, and, yeah, the magic mile, so you'll need to actually do a magic mile before you can plug something right. in. So, but this will also tell you exactly how to do the how magic to do mile. It. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I have a couple of friends that I'll be, um, that I'll be, working with for the rest and half marathon and I this actually came up because my friend Mahesh texted me and he's like oh what's your like you know we're gonna do the rest and half me and my daughter we want to run between a 140 and a 150 I'm like okay 140 is like ridiculously fast that's in the sevens and a 150 is in the is in the high eights 
or mid eighth, yeah. low eighth. Or I don't even know a, what it is. It's quite a bit. But it's yeah. eight twenty, right? Somewhere around. So. I have no I'm idea. Look it up. I have no <laughs> idea because I just I don't know. I just run. <laughs> well, it's the same as a three forty. Oh, so, so isn't that an eight twelve? Uh, eight. No. Yeah. Uh, no, eight. it's slower than that. Eight twenty. Eight twenty two. Okay. Eight twenty one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but a, a but 140 is in the different. sevens. That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, those are two very different places. And if they mm-hmm. have they ever run a half before was my right. first question. And then, you know, from there, what did that look like? Had they run a half in a 210? Had they run a half in a right. 155? Like, that will tell me whether or not there's even, you know, a chance that they... Um, I mean, I would <laughs> say if you have histor- in your history, in your recent history, and your fitness has remained about the same, if you've done a 152, you can, you can aim for under 150 in the next half. Like, that's still a pretty big jump. But, I mean, and it takes a lot of work. Like, how much time yeah. and attention are you going to, are you going to put into this? So. Yeah. And a 140 is a 739, Right. By the way. That's huge. That's, that. I mean, that's almost that's, a minute per mile well, faster. It's probably two to three or four cycles away from a 150. Right. So once you've right. run a 150, you, maybe another year, year and a half from there, you can run the 140. But those are, yeah, two very If different. everything goes perfectly. Yeah. Because you can expect you don't three, get injured. three to 5% improvement season to season. So, or really, I've seen it more year to year versus season uh-huh. to season. Right. So three to 5% improvement, especially as you're getting faster, is smaller and smaller amounts of time. Oh, yeah. I mean, depending <laughs> on what you're, like, if your PR yeah. is in the 150s, then it might take you four to five years between 150 and 140, like, yeah. or, or longer or, or never. But if you're, if you're, you know, you've done one or two halves and you're in the 215 range, you can go from 215 to sub two, I would say, in two cycles. Yeah. Like, that that one's pretty, because at 215, you're probably pretty far away from your, potential. your actual potential. Because I truly, I believe this with all of my heart, that all humans have the ability to run a 205. Okay. Which is like a 930. Is a 930 pace, 930. 930. I think that humans, with an, yeah. like... They they can do that. Now, it takes a lot of work to, for some people. Oh, right. no. Phone storage Uh-oh. full. We might lose our uh, video oh, for man. this week. That's okay. All right. I think I can do this. <laughs> I think I can do this while we're still yeah. audio recording. <laughs> yeah. So, what? So yeah, we'll work on the video. So, yeah, yeah what, um, you know, with that, I, I think you're probably right. I think it really, you know, I don't want to set a broad brush and say that, People, you know, anyone can run nine something. But I think, yeah, nine something is sort of like the, is like the middle ground. If people, you know, have the ability, put in the training, don't have, you know, I think that's a possibility for sure. Um, But so, yeah, so what... We might not have video this week. That's really sad. I really like seeing us when we're video recording. Oh, which is so funny. We record okay. our mind, but then we'll have. You a, know what we can do? We'll have a split. All right. Uh, right now. Built him up. We'll see if this is gonna work because we've right. got the, the sound Hello? going too. Hey, everybody out there listening in the podcast world, thank you for bearing with us. Bear with us. Yeah, we're gonna get back to it. <laughs> and um, fifty-four. 
Oh man. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so setting a time goal. I mean, we have to talk about our our five k this weekend too because we because that's the place from which we had to. Yeah. So what is our time that's goal? It's a great idea. Um. Well, all right. Okay. See if this works. Yep. So, we're just gonna see what happens here. Um. Anyone live reactions next? And we're on YouTube. We're trying to get we're this trying one to on go YouTube live too. on YouTube, which is like crazy. We've yeah. never done this. Hopefully, before. the recording will still work so. on our. You know, our yeah, recording will still so. keep going. Okay. Oh, look at that! We're live so. on YouTube. Well, okay. we're going live. Oh, there we're we go. Live. We're okay. live. Okay. Okay. So we're Mid-way picking up the through. conversation. Okay. All right. So, so they set a time goal, or they ha- are thinking about a time goal between one forty one fifty, which is again huge, broad range. Such a what huge. What do they have to show for? What do they have in their history to even start with those numbers? See, I don't even know yet because I don't have any of their stuff. So I they need to go do their magic mile, like you said. Yeah. I think I you just muted just, yourself. I, I did on purpose. I was trying okay. to figure out which mic was mine. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to pull up the V.02. Um, so Jack Daniels V.02 um, calculator. And Oh, here. I've got that on oh, my. Yeah, I've got that on my phone because I use it um, all the time. My mic is actually coming in and out. So I don't know oh. if it's the cord, because that's what I was, like, fiddling Uh-oh. with when it went off. But I, it'll pick it up on your mic, it's, too. Like, yeah. It's fine. It's totally fine. We're just having some technical <laughs> difficulties today. This is just what we're doing. So with, with if it's you went to day. either, you know, Jeff Galloway's or then you go to V.02, you put in a time that you've run for a specific distance so like a great you know way to look at that would be your 5k time if they if they go and run yeah, a 5k so I would say either a mile or a 5k you yeah. want to use that so so and you want to use something recent you yes. don't want to use what you not your personal you did, best right not your what best. you did a couple months ago or what you did two years ago you could use that as a jumping off point because you could say okay well two years ago I did a 154. And right now, the calculator is saying, I can do a 159. Then you know 154 is probably a great goal for you at the end of that season because starting from your fitness being a 159, getting up to that peak fitness that you've already had before of a 154, like, that's that's very probable, very doable. If your best is a 201 and you're like, I want to be a 150, you're looking at three or four cycles. You really are. And, and like, then your current fitness is a 205. Like, you're not going to be able to get from your current fitness past your previous best in one cycle. Like, right. And I think um, everything but the marathon, I would say, with um, V.02 is, is probably in line with <laughs> your fitness for, like, unless you have the, if you're logging 30 to 40 miles a week right now, then it's probably close to, I mean, like, if you run a, I don't know. a 5K. I've, I've always felt VDOT very, very good for predictions. So, because, like, Sarah, Sarah misses, Sarah actually gets her marathon based on her shorter races. So I, I always get in, my marathon, too. I just put in what I ran for 5K, which was 25.47 over the weekend. And I think the half, up to the half is probably right, is probably about right, 158, which my watch yeah. wants me to do a 154, which I think is a stretch. 
Marathon on Vidato 2 says 4.05. We'd have to go compare what Jeff said. And my watch says 4.12 which I, or 4.13, which I think is a... I think your watch is closer is on closer. that one. Yeah. That's, Whereas, like, it's funny. My half marathon time based on what I did, or my marathon time based on what I did over the weekend says 4.29. My watch says 4.30. I think, oh. I truly think even pregnant right now, I could probably yeah. go do that. Um, just because we did a 508 on that really hot day. But I think you could do faster than a 211 half. That's like a 10-minute mile. I don't I mean, know. you could do just a little under that. I really don't know because my pelvis. Yeah, because so. I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, with the times you ran. But yeah. I know, like, you probably couldn't run 430 either because your pelvis right now. Yeah. That's the problem. I mean, is that's like the crazy physically. thing. Physically. It's so crazy. Oh, you know what? My oh, wa- it was all bit. turned down. That was the problem with this Oops. mic. Okay, well, now I'll just I might be, be loud this it time. Keeps turning, and it keeps turning itself down. That's oh. what's going on. Here, I'll turn mine down too. Oh, no, no, don't. Then because you've been soft on all the episodes. <laughs> so, and I feel <laughs> so like I be. talk louder. Yeah. See, it's oh turning gosh, itself so down. Weird. Her that's, mic is haunted. So my mic is haunted. Once again, we're having ghosts in the in the ghosts in, in the, the machine. recording room. Ghosts in the machine. Oh my god, it's studio. turning itself down. It's the weirdest thing. Okay, I'm just gonna. Just hopefully, it hopefully, works. it works. Because that's so. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it up. So, okay. So with the V.02, yeah, I feel like the uh, the predictors again put in a recent time, and that's what yeah. you have to really come to grips with. Is so for me recent time of 2547 and 5k it says i should go be able to race a 739 mile and that's like so a year ago or six months ago i was able to run a, we ran a 717 or 718 yeah, like and that. that was the same thing i'd run the year before that's the fastest i've run since having julian for a mile yeah for a straight and, mile and a 739 right now yeah that's probably what i could yeah. race and like that's it's not what I want to be at because, yes, would I like to drop below that 718? Yeah. But well, and what am I, what's the reality right something now? Something to bring up about the Magic Mile is it's not an all-out the hardest you can run, like, mile where, like, you're puking at the end. No. It's 90%, 85 to 90% effort because you've got a rest of the workout to finish after that magic mile. So that's something Which else. Which is just a cool down, though. Yeah. But. But you then have, you can't be spent for four days afterwards. Oh, my gosh. No, this is can't. driving me crazy. Should we hit pause it and try to fix it? It keeps turning itself off. It's just the weirdest thing ever. It, like, doesn't want to hear me today. Is it plugged <laughs> in? Is it, like. It is. No, okay. everything is plugged in. It's just that the, it just, it's just that this keeps turning itself yeah. down, I guess. I don't know. Or it just doesn't like how loud I talk. And it's like, <laughs> no, this is how loud you should be. It's maybe that's on auto. It's oh, my God. It literally just did it again. Oh, my gosh. Maybe, maybe it's fine. Maybe oh it's gosh. fine, and I shouldn't worry about it. Hope, yeah, hopefully it'll sound okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I talk loud. It's, so, it's totally fine. So this weekend, we, we had a 5K, and you had run. we had run a 5K two mm-hmm. weeks before, yeah. and your thought was like, can I run faster two weeks further into pregnancy? And, and I thought I did. We thought, <laughs> you did. Then, we thought you did. But then we realized we actually ran 28 this is a second or two seconds? It was two seconds. It was two seconds slower this time. Which is a which, which is, is a, which is a rounding error. It's the same. It's a, but, it's a tangent. But you error. know, no, you know what? I actually ran faster for the first two miles this race than yeah. I did the last one. I I was just the hills. I just kind of gave up on the hills 
uh, on this race because it didn't feel good and I didn't want it to not feel good. Like, I hate to say that. Like, I just, I wanted it to feel what it felt like and I didn't want it to feel bad. <laughs> yeah. And well, then the hills at uh, that particular 5K are really hard. Um, and what I went and noticed, so like I, in my mind, I was like, okay, what can I do? What am I capable of? I have no idea at this yeah. point. And I'm not, not doing any real training right now. Right. I'm a, and, and I'm also not, I'm not in the shape that some seasons right. you come off of a PR marathon and you go, and I've done this before where you go in PR, um, a 5k two weeks later, PR, a half marathon, three weeks later, whatever. That's not the shape that I knew I was not in that shape, like at this particular time. So I thought, well, you know, Probably given like what we ran last time and how I felt, right. I was like, I can probably run somewhere around 815 pace, which was, I looked it up and it was like going to be a 2530. And, you know, so it's a, it's a time goal that has a correlation to where my fitness is right now, right? but obviously not a time goal. That's like anything close to a PR for me or even like a PR in recent years since having my but it was child. your it was a good time goal based on your current fitness right because that's I mean that you were like really good at being like oh this is where I am right now um, I'm gonna go run where I am right now yeah and I'm not gonna go out and blast the first mile yeah. so last year I did this race with it's my current like postpartum PR. Of a twenty four oh six, and that one it was the it was that uh, Yeti challenge, and that day was the run a PR mile. Yeah, so I ran that first mile in like a seven eighteen, which again, like that's the, I've done now four of those in the last two years or three years since having Julian, and, and nothing faster. And so then the next two miles slowed down, and so the difference was this time I set out with. Well, I started with you, and we started further back, yeah. and we started slower. We should not have started that far back we were, because— It was really crowded. It was really crowded, and, like, my foot speed doesn't—like, it's—I need to remember that even, like, if I'm running a, a nine-minute mile, like, my running is going to be faster, and I'm going to be, like, caught up by people, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I need to, like, remember that. Because I, like, zoomed past Marcy at some point. Right. And she was like, man, you're running fast. I was like, yeah, but I'm doing 30-30. So yeah. it won't be for long. <laughs> and I've, ne- like, I've never, this particular race, I've almost always had a 30-second faster uh, first mile than the second yeah. mile because of the hills. But so this time was the first time I decided I was going to use five. I was get four or five k. I was going to actually use intervals. So that's something different. The whole time, the whole too. time, and and like true intervals, like short intervals. So I settled on sixty twenties. I mean, I picked sixty twenties without knowing what if that could generate eight fifteens. <laughs> It's like 60 20. Yeah, sure. of course. Sounds that's about like right. 90 30s. Right. Yeah. So for us, that's, yeah, about that. And stuck with the intervals the whole time. And, you know, I still had a slower second and third mile than compared to the first, but my um, drop was only 18, 19 seconds off versus 30. Well, and I think that drop would have happened anyway just because based the on the course. Yeah. So just based on the course, like that's what that is. Right. Yeah. And so. It was a, you know, it was a, it was a practice. This 5k was like a good, you know, test of not my, you know, old time fitness, but a test of my current fitness combined with trying out intervals for an entire 5k because normally a lot of 5ks all run straight. And then it was a really good pacing practice one because my prior times running this, the only time that I paced as well, actually, I don't think there's any time I've paced as well, but the time of pace almost as well was when I was 28 weeks pregnant and I still had a 20 second drop, but it was like, 
20, 25 second drop between the miles. But so the, you know, I've, I haven't done a really good job of pacing. I forgot five k's. I forgot that on Strava you can do, you can do so the So go to the top straps. and search. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was say or go I to the top and search. Search for yeah. that is it, and then click on it and say, yeah, yeah, see your match runs. And so I've run this one anywhere from um, average of seven thirty seven. One other time, apparently. Okay, I've done it four times. So seven thirty seven yeah. was my fastest, and then an eight thirty seven at twenty eight weeks. So this one fell right in the middle at eight oh seven. Oh, yeah. So the last time I ran this one, my calves cramped. Like, it was oh, February that's when I was pregnant. And my legs, like, just got real, like, they just cramped up really bad. Um, so I went out in a 716 and then 818 and 837. Hey, but I did that last point oh one in a 636. And guess what I did in the last point one six. Of this race, a 623. Wow. So I was faster pregnant finishing this off. Oh, my gosh. This mic is driving me crazy. It's amazing. It keeps turning itself all the way down. It's, I mean, that's just what it's going to be. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, no. I hope we sound okay. Yeah, I'm sure Um, it'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, that last finish line kick. And that's what I also, like, noticed with this. um, This course has it. This course has it. But also, like, comparatively, when I was faster... Overall, like yeah, you know, I, I'm still I still have pretty good foot speed right now, even though I'm not as fast as I, you know, have been in the past. So I would say it's possible that your foot speed is actually even a little faster faster now than it was because you like you used to struggle to keep up with my kick and like right. you don't struggle as much on on like when I'm like let's go like and I turn it on like you don't struggle as much so. Yeah, so I mean, with the shorter, I, I would gotten, say, yeah, the shorter intervals have definitely like helped with that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and then your your time goal, like, even though you didn't, <laughs> you're I two just, seconds lower. Yeah, I just wanted to run time. about the same. I I would have liked to be a little faster. I think New Year's, like, I'm gonna try. I'm just knowing the course. I'm gonna like kind of mentally get it together and see if I can't run faster on New Year's. Um, I have a plan to do some, like, some treadmill work because that always helps me with my running faster for longer. Um, do a little treadmill work. Do a little, like, speed work. We've got to – I also need to do some running slower, longer for racing 5Ks right now because, uh, sure, I can do 1530s all day long and kind of get into the 10s, but I want to be faster, so I need to, and, like, I can't just run 1515s or whatever. Like, I I need the 30-second walk, so I need to, like, really get that. I really need to get to where I'm doing 6030s and can, like, do that at that you know, 8.45 pace. So right. that's where, that's the work I need to be doing. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think. So we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that's a good thing that we've kind of reframed around. And and obviously it's pretty easy to reframe when you're pregnant because you. Yeah. yeah it's like sure. a pretty obvious reason why you're not running the paces you used to. But, you know, even for me to, to reframe everything and actually to really go out and both with Frosty and with Santa two weeks ago, like go out and have so much fun 
being part of the running community. Oh, it's been a blast. Being at a 5K. Like, like, yeah, it has been so fun. That has really been, like, the best part about going out to these races and running. Um, It's been, like, seeing everybody and just, like, it's also nice. Like, I told Brian... Oh, I'm leaving at like seven and I'll be home at ten. I know. We were home by like nine. It was it's awesome how fast they go. How short like it is yeah. to go do a five K. And what like it was funny because, you know, I used to really wrap my mind around times. That was really a big thing for me. And it was funny because I was we were standing there at the finish watching people come in and like, you know, and waiting for friends to come in and stuff. And like the clock's the clock's going, obviously, and the clock says like 37. And in my mind, I'm like, that's so great. That's so fast. So fast. Yeah. I told Amanda when she came in with a double stroller, like how fast she's running with a double stroller. And she's like, oh, it was 11 something, something, you know, she was like, um, what's the word? Like, um, not apologizing, but when you, um, yeah, like putting, I, I putting know yourself down she on the time. She was just like, oh, and I'm like, with a double stroller. this is just what it is. Like, yeah. And I mean, but you know, it's all about enjoying the time that you're out there versus getting a time. And I mean, I don't know. It's participation. When we were leaving and we saw people still walking it in, I was like, how cool that people are coming to do this. People are coming to walk in uh, a half, a 5K. Like, you know, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Like, and like, I don't know, my mindset shifted completely to where I, like literally standing there and thinking, you know, a, a 27 minute and a 37 minute are the same thing. Like, yeah, I know like when you're going for a goal, you obviously have this mind, you know, mindset, like I want to hit X, whatever, but it's not, it's about participating. It's about, you know, being out there and trying and, you know, it doesn't matter what the number is. It really, it really doesn't. And I think there was a point where I was much more like elitist with numbers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can finish under 30 minutes. Like, what? yeah, you know, and I now mean, I'm just like, you finished. You finished. Which is That's what matters. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a little competitive just in the sense that, like, <laughs> I want to personally, like, work on, you know, getting back to some fitness. But I know that right now I'm not going to see anything happen in my times during pregnancy. All I'm going to see is my baby is going to grow. And then kind of after pregnancy is when I'm going to reap those rewards in the season or two or three after right. is is like kind of when I'm going to see like, okay, all the work I did during pregnancy is now paying off. And so, yeah, so, but, ho- and hopefully it actually will. And then um, my, you know, I, I do think about that like kind of every day. I'm like, well, if... If I really want this to pay off, I need to be investing a little bit more, but I'm so tired that it's also like, I don't, I need to like balance that. I need to figure out how to, how to just do it. Like, especially with strength work, because I know that strength work is really what's going to pay off in the long run. This is driving me crazy because of the lights. I think we can hear you. The lights are just, it's the lights. It's like, just stay. The lights keep changing and like, ah, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the sound sounds great and there's no problem (laughs) at all. Um, But But it's, it's that the lights keep blinking basically. But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, I like that is definitely an investment I need to figure out how to make is actually doing some strength work during pregnancy because I don't want to look back and be like, oh, well, I was going to do all this strength work and then I didn't and now I'm in this hole. So 
Yeah, I think your body will be where it is either way, though. Like, after pregnancy, I I saw that my memory, um, you know, those, like, things pop up, those memories pop up, and it was my Strava for um, 2020, my Strava wrapped or whatever they call it. Yeah. (laughs) And um, it said my longest run was 13.1. It was Donald Duck's uh, half in January. That was my longest run of 2020. I never got back to anything over 10 miles after pregnancy, and it's because... It, you know, life. I mean, it just, I, I couldn't get back to those longer distance runs during, during that postpartum period, but yeah, so but so I, had, I just mean like, I, I'm worried about injuries popping agreed. up. Right. And so that's where the investment into, um, into strength, strength training to yes. prevent injuries is really, really important. And that's what I need to be doing. Um, so yeah. yeah. Like, and you mentioned, you know, oh, I should do some strength tonight, like when we ran yesterday. And so yesterday I did get like after I because basically when I got back to work, I did not get to eat lunch. I did not get to shower. And so I was, you know, at six o'clock, I'd gotten the kids home and I went and did a strength workout. Mm-hmm. I had eaten something by then. But um, so I did I did a strength workout and it was like you're you're saying it that little was that little kick and that little nudge I needed the motivation to do some strength and so I tried a um it was like a a boxing workout that I had just looked like fun and then a and then core and so my um with the boxing there was there was lifting too and so my um adductors and thighs are shredded from all the squats <laughs> I was like Julian can you help me pick up Stuff off the floor last night. Yeah. Um, so it's it was good. Like, yeah, that little kick. I know you like I yeah, need to, it's, I need to be I that mean, I need to be that um accountability partner for you where you need where I know I, I, like, I, I closed strength. last night and so I was oh, so tired by yeah. the time I got home that it was like it was just like way I was just so tired. All I wanted to do was go to bed and so yeah. and lay on the couch. And so I need to I need to kind of like put it into my schedule and do the strength workout. And, you know, especially like I, I was doing them, I was into rhythm and then we put the Christmas up. So all my strength stuff came downstairs. And so it's also now I have to come downstairs and downstairs is kind of co-opted by the studio a lot of time. And so I feel like when I'm like... Like, oh, I'll go use the basement. Oh, there's band practice. Oh, yeah. I'll go use the basement. Oh, I'm playing light show. Weight. Do body weight strength or bring up yeah. one set of weights. Because well, I don't know. You about don't that. need yeah, like do body weight strength, you know? Like you don't even need anything um to do like a lot of the strength. I know like the ten yeah. minute core I did was just body weight, obviously. And the, like the kickboxing or whatever it was, shadow boxing. A lot of was, the pregnancy stuff though, you has can't weights. yeah, has weights oh. because it's all like it's all um uh, whatchamacallit, rows and hamstring. Upper it's all backer. It's oh. all the back of your yeah. body because that's what you really need to focus mm-hmm. on during pregnancy. Like, um, because apparently hamstrings are part of pushing with the pelvic floor and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, so like that's the other piece of it is I can't just do any strength. So like there's also the analysis paralysis, like decision paralysis yeah, of like of picking something with, to do. picking one picking a workout to do. So true. I wish that they had. I wish Peloton had like a pregnancy week by program. week program oh, that basically so you can just jump in based on the weeks pregnant you are. They should really do that. They really should. They should do a 40 week prenatal program. Well, but also like remember that 
they the strength workouts and stuff in there, they're not necessarily looking at you and thinking, oh, she's a runner. So they're looking, they're saying, yeah, make, make sure your hamstrings are strong. Like, girl, your hamstrings are strong already. Yeah. So that's, I didn't have any problem. I didn't do any strength with but my high season. I didn't probably be pushing. That was the easy but, part. But, I mean, I do, I am having parent, uh, I am having, um, what's it called? Piriformis like pain. So like that is, that's like a weak area right now that like I notice it. Right. Especially because, well, and and running has dropped down. Mileage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my mileage is way down. Like I, I will be lucky to hit 50 miles this month. I, I, I'm going to do it, which is good. Good. Um, (coughs) but I mean, I didn't hit it in the, my first month of, well, no, I, August I was 40, but November in my recovery month, I was 36 miles. Yeah. And so right now I'm at 34 miles. So I have, you know, a little ways to go to be able to get that, yeah, that like 15 miler, but I, but I think I can do it, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. that's kind of my, that's kind of like my little goal is I'll get yeah. to 50 miles this month and then I'll see how much my pelvis can really handle because right. we ran three and a half miles yesterday and I was sore. Like my pubic symphysis was oh, sore. No. It's fine. It's not super bad, but it's, it, it's enough to be annoying. Yeah. And then once that's sore, it kind of makes everything else kind of feel out of balance and out and sore. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely need some, that's like the hip girdle is what you need to strengthen and work on. And right. But there's, yeah, there's definitely like strengthen and work on and necessarily right. going there's, into, yeah, there's definitely like strengthen and work you know, on and whole program. Right. There's, there's, yeah, there's definitely, definitely like strength and work be, on and there's definitely ways right. you can strength. You can even just do the, the glute stuff that I do. Um, all right, okay. so we're back. We're really hoping that this I worked. We had a little hiccup, little hiccup with there. our technology. So I, was, I mean, you could, I was saying you can even like pick whatever strength you want to do, but just get, add Myrtle to it. Add yeah. some, literally just some donkey kicks and some I know. hydrates I, to I your routine. I really need to. I really just need to like do anything, basically. That's what I mean. Like make it you know, easy. One right? thing I have been doing is bird dog. I've just yeah. been kind of like doing that anytime I have extra time. Yeah. I'm like, let me just get on all floors or like That's even right, from exactly. a bear position. Yeah. Like up on my toes. Like it's so funny though. I actually am still really strong. Like my core is really strong. That's great. And so much so that like I have a hard time remembering that I'm not supposed to just sit up. During pregnancy, mm-hmm. you're supposed to, like, turn to your side and kind of get up on all fours instead of, like, just sit up. Because that's, like, one thing I'll be like, ah, okay. You're still, I'm sore, you're but still I'm still strong. You can get up that way. Like, I wouldn't stop doing, like, okay, sitting up like that until at least third, third trimester. Well, but, but I'm worried about the separation between the abs because I can feel that starting to happen. Oh, like, really? I can feel, like, the engagement. I can feel, like, a pulling to the side because that's what... That's yeah. It's to prevent diastasis. So yeah. that's why they don't. That's why they tell you even like from the beginning, don't do sit ups hmm. because that's yeah. like you don't want to have that separation, that pulling. Those strong, especially the stronger your core is, the more likely it is going to separate if you do that because the weakest point is where there's no muscle and only fascia. Right. And so that's why, especially with a strong core, you're not supposed to sit up during pregnancy. You're supposed to roll over. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because it pulls, everything kind of pulls to the side. So Yeah. But yeah, so get if you do some bird dog and then add just some, you know, add some hydrants to the mix and throw, like just throw in some stuff to strengthen your hamstrings, glutes, while you're down there, I think you'll, you know, you'll do enough. And like, that's what it is. Like, you know, it's like kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Cause otherwise you won't do it. If, and that's why I run. 
because it's simple. Yeah. It doesn't require like I know, any right? thought. You just go out and do it, one foot in front of the other, versus any other sport that just feels like it's a lot to getting into. So, because I, I always think about like, should I go? Like, I did that little boxing class last night, and I remember when I used to do, I used to do martial arts. I think I need to put Julian yeah. in martial arts for his. I that would be actually great for him. I think it would be also discipline. Control. Yep. But you know, Rowan Rowan did martial arts and like liked it for a little bit. Really liked. Um, did one that had bow staff, so it was like dancing, mm-hmm. and that was like her favorite. But. It was it was tough because I feel like the discipline kind of backfired. Like it made her feel like she wasn't good enough. So you also have to make sure that like they're coming from like a ADHD or trauma informed like way of a way right. of working with kids. So interesting. That's, I'll have to yeah. yeah I'll have to research. You know what? Gymnastics because he's short too. Yeah, <laughs> but I did martial arts and it's great for and so did my brother and yeah. I think it's great for kids with some aggression issues and impulse control. Yeah, because you're allowed to hit stuff. So like when yeah. I did that class last night, I was like, ooh, I like like I should go box. I could, but then I'm like, no, I don't want to get my face busted. <laughs> but I could totally go and like. Yeah. Go boxing. Go punch somebody. (laughs) It was really fun. Um, Well, you can always beat up on a bag. Exactly. No, I would just, you know, or I should go back into martial arts. But then again, you know, I'm like, this is why I do running because it doesn't take any thought. I know. Classes or anything. I know. That's one of the reasons why I love running over, like, swimming is, like, I don't have to drive to a pool. I literally just have to put shoes on. Yeah. And it's tough, though, when it's cold. It's, like, the last thing because you need so much more stuff. It's so much easier to run when it's warm out. Um, But the benefit of running when it's cold out is yesterday we ran midday, and I was able to just put my clothes back on and go to work. I wasn't super sweaty. So then, like, there is that. That was kind of nice. to the cold. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I hate it right now. I'm like, (laughs) I really don't want to. Like, I hope tomorrow. It's not gonna be as cold as today to get yeah, up and run. Yeah, but the nice short, but. the nice like short runs have been good. And yeah, you know, we could always just get up and run on the mill. I we, know we might have to if it's. I mean, it's like twenty five degrees today, so ugh, it's so cold. Not a fan. It's so cold, but I mean, it is what it is, and we have yeah. warm running stuff and. And, and, you know, the, the, we have to keep ourselves motivated through the winter. And so that's where, yeah, yeah that's where you come back to the time goals. You, you pick a race you're going to train towards in the spring. You, right now you're in early enough in the season, unless you're doing like Tokyo, you're early yeah. enough to where you just kind of do some maintenance running right now before you really need to get into your cycle. Yeah. I mean, if you are running a March goal race, you should already be yeah. on your plan. January is really the latest to start your plan. Mm-hmm. Tokyo, you should have already started because that's March 3rd. Yeah. Or um, 5th or something. Yeah. Or it's like but super early if in the year. you're doing like mid-March, like when Jeff's race mid-March, is. Mid-March, you rolls. should. January is really where yeah. you, when you should start. You should so be it, on it now. Mid-March is a great, like, that's like... If you want a New Year's resolution type run, mid-March is great. That's why um, late March, there's a lot of halfs late March, early April. And mm-hmm. that, that you know, there's plenty of time even to train up from couch, from couch to half marathon at this point um, yeah. to cross the finish line. Especially, I feel like so many halves have gotten more inclusive with four-hour time limits yeah. versus, you know, 2.30 or 3 or 3.30 even. Like, so a lot of halves have gotten really walker inclusive which is great yeah so 
So are you going to help um, Mahesh with a I plan? I am. Give so plan? I'm going to send him, uh, I'm going to send him and his daughter uh, the VDOT calendar and basically say, hey, I need you to run a magic mile and check yeah. back in so that we can, so that we can kind of figure out where you're at as far as what's appropriate yeah. um, to kind of get that all into perspective. Yeah, because, and that's... Because also, to, like, saying between 140 and 150, like, okay, does that also include 158? Right, like, right. <laughs> and because, like, the the magic mile calculation is going to also inform mm-hmm. what your easy run paces are, Absolutely. what your long run paces are, not just what your uh, race pace is going to be. Well, and he's, a, he's an avid biker. He bikes with my husband, and so really making sure that he can build those bikes in... I know that from biking, from uphill biking, uh, 150 is going to be a big reach. Yeah. Because I, I've i biked with them, mountain biked with them, and, I mean, I, I destroy on uphills, and I'm not a 150 half marathoner right now and haven't been in a long time. <laughs> it's a different type. Like, it's a different type of movement. It's a different, like... Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, think I think uphill... I think uphill mountain biking would relate to would relate to running speed. Yeah. I well, really I do. You're definitely using power of your hamstrings in that. Um, and quads and... Yeah. I mean, because mountain biking is also, like, full body, so... Just being able to crank up a hill, it's 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 a lot. Yeah. It it does remind me of kind of threshold effort. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like flat flat road biking is right. so different. Right. <laughs> like road biking. It's so different. Um so but but I would I would say certainly sub two, one fifty five is probably like if I were to make it just a crystal ball from what I know about Mahesh, I think one fifty five, except the it's running Reston. The running Reston and the hills kind of screw you up there. Yeah. yeah. Like so that you know, like so it might be two fifteen. Two fifteen even. Yeah. Because I always thought Stacy could run faster than she could. I, I mean, now especially, I think she yeah. can. But, like, yeah. back when we did rest, and she's like, I don't know. Like, she was like, I want to run, like, 205 or something. She ended up running a 215, and I'm like, you can do a 205. Like, well, she was there. She could have done it. And the resting course that it used to be, like, what I, I ran a 144 on that course. But then the current course, I ran a 201 or 202. It's a, it's a much slower course than it used to be. So, um yeah, the current resting course is nothing like yeah. the old resting course. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I think those are kind of our thoughts on, yeah. you know, so set a time goal, don't set a time goal, but if you do, really, you set have to appropriate goals. Set an appropriate and goal. And you know what, really, you should be doing, whether you have a goal for a race or not, you should be doing a magic mile to check in every once in a while to make sure that your long run pace isn't creeping up into your gray zone because yeah. that's where it's not that you can't cardiovascularly run in your gray zone for a long time, but that's when we're running injuries pop up, running injuries pop up when you start to push in that like slightly harder level. And then you get these little twinges that then can't fully recover that turn into big explosion things. So really making sure. And then, you know, and like burnout, like you can really fry your system. And swap was talking yesterday about how, especially in longer races, I don't think that this necessarily, I mean, I actually think it does apply in the half marathon. They were talking specifically in the marathon and the ultra about how your aerobic capacity is so important, especially going into taper. Um, I like to remind people that I did 
most of my best running, like leading up to my very best when I actually did some workouts, um, I did most of it training completely in the easy zone with very little speed work where my speed work really only came in through doing run, walk intervals. Through short intervals, yeah. Through intervals. So, I mean, I... I was, you know, a 152 half marathoner running all of my runs in the 11s and 12s. Right. Like. And, you know, and like for us right now, like that's if if we're maybe at like a 158 or maybe for me, I don't know, you're yeah. maybe not, but like that would be, we might be running in the 12s and 13s for our easy yeah. runs. And that's yeah. what you have to like remind yourself too is that like the different, you know, different cycles and different fitness levels, You you, it's not that you're. Again, it's not about being slow. It's about just where, you know, meeting yourself where you are. So, exactly, exactly. So, have a fantastic, amazing running time. And we are probably going to take a break next week. We, we might be know. on hiatus. We'll see. Like the week we'll between see. Christmas and New Year's, I'll be away. We may try Hopefully to see. Hopefully, we got like a New Year's episode. Yeah. Maybe we can start like after running the 5K, we can like do a new year's podcast yeah there episode. we go so. but we'll definitely be back in the new year with what season two or is it season two i don't know <laughs> i don't know i think we just keep counting episodes keep going. so i think we I think do so i think we are limited to 100 episodes though oh, interesting. so i'll have to figure out like what to do or okay. how to like keep the old episodes Uh-oh. i yeah I I didn't think about that ahead of time. We didn't know how many we'd make. It's crazy that we're at 54. I know. It's insane. It's so crazy. So, all right. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll talk to you all later. All right. Bye. Bye.